everybody. It's your girl, Sister Legs, here for Positive Spread Podcast. Um, good morning. It is 9.48 in the morning, the day after Valentine's Day. And um, I didn't get a chance to really get back on anchor because I was, you know, enjoying my family. Luckily, being able to enjoy my family in the state of Florida. Um where, of course, most of you know um, that shooter decided to kill and injure about 31 or 32 people, killed 17, injured about 14. Um, But I'm definitely choosing to speak about this um, incident right now not to shine light on this sick-headed individual. But I will be talking about what I've read so far about the heroes in this situation, as well as the signs, the mental health signs that I think will possibly go under the radar overshadowed by this individual's sick face who I don't encourage you to, to get familiar with. He is somebody that is deeply in pain and had some mental illness issues for a while. But I definitely want to encourage knowing the signs, seeing the signs, knowing the signs and reading it and then implementing that into your lives we are all responsible for stuff like this when people end up you know you don't ever think anybody's ever capable of doing anything so drastic like this when they're in in a mental capacity of pain but and it's so shocking every single time someone does this but we gotta stop acting like the warning signs aren't there or just ignoring them, you know? People need to be held accountable for their little silly ass actions before it gets built up to big ass bombshells like this, you guys. And um, again, positive spread is about acknowledging the negative so that we can walk into the light. And the only way we could walk into the light after a situation like yesterday's shooting in Florida is to acknowledge the signs of the negativity not the negative person we're going to be acknowledging some you know some heroes in this effect but we will definitely definitely need to learn from this and i'm talking about our our people our governors too our senators the people that took nearly up to four million dollars in money from the nra and things need to change if you're not politically inclined and I know nobody wants to talk about political stuff on here I mean this is the platform to do it people this is the platform to educate your listeners on what's really going on and you don't need I'm not coming from a point of view of oh well guns are bad guns our family owns guns and it's to protect our family but it's also you know owned and operated by people who a have a legal license to own and operate and and to carry but also be are in a mental state of mind to where 
they're not going to be disrespectfully handling something so powerful as a firearm. So this is all I'm going to say right now. Call in with any of your questions or concerns or condolences um, and we can get this ball rolling. But I couldn't roll on with the rest of this day after this whole incident without, I mean, you know, without addressing it. It's just not going to happen. I'm a mother and I've already made it straight that I'm homeschooling. I just, I just can't deal with this. And if our country is not going to face the issues, you know, with, with this epidemic, 18 school shootings in 2018 so far, and we're not, we're halfway through February people get it together so we could stay positive. Okay, so I'm back with some knowledge. Um, first off, I just wanted to give my condolences to the family members who lost loved ones. Um, to the census act that happened yesterday. Um, I wanted to highlight uh, a gentleman uh, for his heroism. Uh, a coach and security guard named Aaron Fives. Um, who stepped in front of students as they were being fired at. And uh, this hero took multiple bullets um, that later um, caused his death. And um, he was their football coach and um, also a security guard. So, um, you know, this individual paid the ultimate sacrifice. He is somebody who showed the ultimate act of love. Um, and I wanted to start off talking about this incident yesterday to highlight this young, this gentleman's life because he saved students um, with his act of selflessness. An act that didn't need to happen if you know the warning signs were paid attention to long before um, but needless to say, you know, he probably, I'm not going to say he served his purpose, his sole purpose in life, but for some people that, I mean, that may be what he was contracted here to do on this earth in this lifetime. Um, but this soul is, I can't give the highest respect to anyone else at this moment in time right now but Mr. Aaron Fies and you know may his soul rest in peace and may his soul be at peace and for those that are grieving his loss just to know that to be able to to find comfort in the fact that you know he did not go in vain his life did not go in vain and he will always be known for his selfless act of love on Valentine's Day. Hey folks, it's your girl Sister Legs here again. Um, today we're going to be talking about how to inform ourselves, better inform ourselves about um, mass shootings and the signs, the mental health signs to be looking for um, in these cases to prevent any more shootings. That's all I can think of because, you know, 
our congressmen and women who've received hefty amounts up to, let's say, $4 million by the NRA, um, they're not going to do anything about it. And um, so it's up to us as, as, you know, civilians to look for the signs. And, you know, it's unfortunate that we have to learn from the 18th mass shooting this year. And we're not even, we're only halfway into the second month of the year. So with that being said, um, I just wanted to start getting into the facts of this whole uh, mass shooting. Um, so it turns out that the guy who um, shot up the school came to, came to the school with an AR-15 style rifle. Um, his mother passed away in last November which I know can weigh heavy on a child's heart and mind after losing a parent. So, it looks like he was staying with a family who was a friend of his, uh, you know, a family took him in um, after his mom passed away. And this guy has had a long history of delinquency as far as school goes all the way back into the seventh grade um, someone had said um, hey you guys stop uh, he was in my class in the seventh grade I knew he wasn't okay when he punched the window in and said I'm gonna cause karma one day um, because he got in trouble with a teacher um, another incident or another witness said everyone in school like those that knew him speculated about him he got suspended a lot of times and he sold knives in his lunch boxes and he was expelled but no one expected him to come back and shoot he started progressively getting a little more weird and I cut him off from him and I cut off from him because I felt like he was a bad influence on me um, Again, he had an AR-15 style rifle that apparently had been legally purchased according to law enforcement officials who were briefed on the investigation. I mean, if the warning signs are there, people... Another thing too I read that was really disturbing was that the family that took him in were aware, they were aware that he had um, they suspected that he had an AR-15, but that it was in a, they were fine with it because it was in a locked gun safe. First of all, what's a 19-year-old doing with an AR-15? How is that even ac acceptable? How is that an acceptable piece of knowledge to even consider? Like, if you feel like someone has an AR-15, how is that something that you don't approach that person, someone who is staying in your own home that you are looking after because you feel bad for them, the circumstances that they've gone through? You know, I mean, people, let's be real with ourselves. You know, this kid since the seventh grade has had issues with the school system, and you gotta, you know, we love our children, but I mean, if you're not addressing their mental health when they're getting in 
when they're selling, getting expelled for selling knives out of their lunch boxes in junior high. I mean, you can only expect for that person's mentality to escalate, you know. And again, the facts are is that <laughs> there were up to, geez, a numerous amount of congressmen and women who um, who uh, had been accepting uh, money, lots and lots of money from the NRA. Um, Richard Burr. Um, so right before I got caught off, because I was um, not paying attention to the time, um, I started reading off congresspersons' names who had received um, hefty donations from the NRA to obviously, you know, always vote in their favor. The list starts out with Richard Burr with $6,986,620 that was given to him by the NRA. Roy Blunt, $4,551,146. Tom Tillis, $4,000,000. Gary Gardner, $3,000,000. Marco Rubio, governor of Florida or state uh, representative of Florida, Three million three hundred and three thousand three hundred and fifty-five dollars. Johnny Ernst, three million dollars. Rob Portman, three million dollars. Todd Young, two million dollars. Bill Cassidy, two million dollars. All these are congressmen and women who have received um, donations uh, and in in the support. Uh, for them to always support the NRA's um, agendas. You know, this is, I hate to bring it po uh, political, but, and I'm not, I'm definitely not somebody that's against a family owning a firearm to protect themselves, because our family owns, but, I mean, for a 19-year-old to be able to easily obtain an AR-15 rifle, I mean, come on, people. How can this be okay? How can you be okay having your children going to school knowing that this stuff this is the 18th shooting this year? We're only halfway into the, the shortest month of the entire year, which is the second month. So within six and a half weeks, our country has already garnered up to 18 mass shootings, and most of them have been in schools. And this just so happens to be the biggest, the second biggest, second largest school shooting since the one that happened in Connecticut. How is this okay? How does this happen? You know? You read into the reports about how everybody kind of suspected. Well, he, they didn't suspect, no one ever suspects that, you know, someone with a mental illness is going to pop off like this. And yet they always do. You know? It's like, when, when are we going to learn? Hey, hey, I, I got you. Don't worry about it. When are we going to learn from our past mistakes? But this is not okay. Mental illness is a big issue, and we need to be addressing it on a daily basis, not just for the victims. We can't just wait for victims to, to 
get punished, you know, their lives to be ruined just because we decided to turn a blind eye or, or, or not suspect that somebody who is exhibiting off behavior and, I mean, you suspect that they have an AR-15, but oh, it's okay because it's in a locked up case. No. You need to do, we as community members need to do better and take care of our children before it gets to this extreme of a case. And, you know, I could go on and on about the facts about this, but again, I'm just, I'm sitting here just looking at my son and I'm like, ain't no way I'm going to let him go to school if our government is going to allow to sweep another mass shooting in our country under the rug. Hell no. He's going to be homeschooled until stuff gets better. And that's just it. I'm not putting my kid on, I mean, Betsy Devos as a head of the, you know, educational department, like, we are ranked, the last time I saw this, this statistics, we are ranked like number 52 in the world for education. So come on, we need to do better. And until we do better, homeschooling is going to be the best op option for me and my family. So, I don't know. You guys call in, let me know what you think, send prayers, and we, we need to do better. We need to learn from this so that we can move to the positive, because this is just a broken record. Hey everybody, it's your girl Sister Legs back here again for more um, informative facts about the uh, Florida shooting yesterday. Now, um, I'm just getting these headlines off of Twitter. For all you folks that, um, you know, don't follow anybody on Twitter, don't follow, don't really, you know, carry to follow the headlines and stuff. But I follow Sean King, that's at Sean King on Twitter, and uh, I'm seeing this for the first time, but it says, um, he retweeted from the Associate Press, Associated Press, it says, the latest on the shooter, it says, the leader of a white nationalist Militia says Florida school shooting suspect, I will not, I refuse to say his name, was a member of his group and participated in paramilitary drills in Tallahassee. So, with that being said, Sean King retweets with the translation. He says, let me translate this for you. A radical terrorist cell in America trained a man who just murdered 17 children in Florida. I mean, I guess that explains how he was able to legally obtain an AR-15 semi-automatic rifle. Um, I'm looking at another tweet and again going back to all those congressmen and women that are taking money from NRA. Um, he says pro-life <laughs> with a handgun wrapped up in American flag. Yes, puppies. Mommy's very passionate about this. Pretty much another tidbit about all those congressmen and women who accepted money from the NRA. Those people are also pro-lifers. Basically against women's rights to perform abortions in cases of rape and incest and so forth. Yet they support the NRA which hasn't done anything and, and, and don't really care to, to implement any type of legislation that can prevent, again, a 19-year-old 
from obtaining a semi-automatic rifle and in an event, you know, I mean, 18 school shootings in the year and we're halfway through the second month. Something has to change, people. You know, you need to take these, um, this next election year, um, and this year is, is, is the year to do the, the preliminary votings for, well, the votings for your, um, your, your local congressmen, your local officials who still support the NRA, still are against, you know, whatever you believe, but you just gotta be more active. We can't let another election go by with keeping these crooks in office. You can't do it. It needs to be changed, and the way we do it is by exercising our vote. That's the only way. So I'm just saying all this stuff to wake you guys up right now because shit's only going to get worse. And, you know, again, only in the second month. So we got until November to do, um, to, to put into action and to vote. But you have until November to educate yourself. So do the work, people. That's all I could say. Don't listen to all the talking heads once election time comes around and then they go and lie and say they're going to do all that stuff like Trump did uh, two years ago, you know. It's like they're only doing it to get people's votes, but once they get into office, it's another thing. Now, isn't it? Politically, American citizens need to get more involved, more educated. We need to be paying attention to what our Congress people are doing right now, besides what they say when they're trying to get elected into office. Do your research and vote, most importantly, because it's our children's future, man. I'm so disappointed in this administration. The entire House, government, Senate, everything. I, and I've been guilty in the past of not giving a crap, but you know, everything comes in perspective when you have a little one and you wanna preserve a little bit of this life that's good for them to um, enjoy when they, while they're growing up, so. My two bits, stay positive, but stay informed. Let's move past this together by being smart. <laughs> hey, yo, positive spread. It's your boy, Mr. No Show's checking in. And I'm glad I did because I was actually thinking about doing this segment here as well. It was going to be called White Folks That Stay Alive After Killing, Black Folks Die For Being Innocent. So it's kind of it's kind of weird that you put that out there. I'm glad you did. I mean, it wasn't going to be like that time. That shit was winded. But the whole point is, this dude literally drew these individuals out from where they were so he can target them. And the fact that I believe from what I'm seeing that they arrested him and did not kill him, that in itself is degrading, disrespectful. And it also leads me to believe there was something more to his story because this is the second time Florida had a mass shooting such as this. First in the gay club, now in this situation. And that is disrespectful. Keep doing your thing, Mom. Stay in tune. Hey, guys. So, um, Miss Danger brings up a good point of how, you know, going into any corporate building, it's super easy or super hard to get in any type of access unless you have authorization to do so. So why won't, isn't there any debate talking about making legislation um, 
changed so that we could protect our high schools. Is it gonna cost too much? Maybe, is it worth it? Definitely. Um, so go ahead and listen to that segment if you haven't already, but it just makes sense. Why wouldn't, I mean, it, it's just so ass backwards how um, we can't, uh, you know, we don't, I mean, it pretty much just shows that we don't value our children as a valuable commodity to even protect. You know, it's more or less always comes down to money and it just sickens me. And that's why my son's going to be homeschooled. Point blank period. Um, some more information that I'm reading about the, um, the whole shooting that happened yesterday. Apparently the FBI had a tip that was given to them in September. So, the FBI not only knew about this whole incident happening, possibly happening, but they had, a, they've been aware of it since September. So it, what it's looking like is this young gentleman who's the perfect candidate to be trained by a white supremacist uh, cell, went to Tallahassee, was trained by some white terrorists, white, or what they call it in America, a white militia group, but really all they are are white terrorists, was trained how to use a semi-automatic rifle to kill. Um, and um, it says a Mississippi bail bondsman named Benjamin ben Benite says he alerted the FBI last so September after someone using the screen name Nicholas Cruz, which is the asshole's name, posted a comment on his YouTube channel saying, I'm going to be a professional school shooter. Jesus, help our country. Like, are you kidding me? Point blank period. He put out the word three months, four months before this even happened. And the FBI just didn't even feel the need to take it seriously. Says Benite explains in a video post that he flagged it for YouTube and called an FBI office in Mississippi to report it. He says FBI agents visited him the next day. Agent Rob Lasky says the agency did a database review but couldn't determine the time, location, or true identity of the person making the comment. Bennett says the FBI came calling again within hours of the shooting. He says they're going to have to get the YouTube about they're going to have to get with YouTube about where the comment originated, but I think they already know. Damn right they already knew. Like what the hell people? What the hell? The more and more this story comes about, and that's why I want to loop right into Mr. No Show's comment about um, white people when they shoot up innocent people, they get you know a pat on the back, and then they get they get brought into their special room, you know. And it's 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 sad to say, but this country is so mentally effed that that's exactly what happens every single time, especially with the Dylan Roof guy, you know. These sick-headed MFers get trained, you know, and it's it's a sad epidemic that's starting with these young, impressionable, white, mentally effed young men, and then they get ushered into either extreme Muslim groups or extreme white supremacist groups, and we've seen in the last few years how easy it is for white men to be... Um, I mean, they've been expressing that they, you know, need to come together because apparently, 
you know, minorities are becoming an issue for them. Okay, I'm a I'm a product of a biracial relationship. My son is a pro product of a biracial relationship. And, you know, this country, you would think with the majority of biracial co uh, couples coming into play that, you know, that mentality would die off. But see, there's a new breed coming into play where completely straight white men or completely um, Muslim, it's like, how are these young, and what it all stems down to is mental illness. They are so mentally fragile and not, they don't know who they are, where they come from, or, or you know, or what, and they're treated like third class citizens, and then they see a black person doing well, or a black organization doing well, like Black Lives Matter, and then they feel it's right to go and attack them, or innocent people, that for no good reason because an angry older white person who still has those angry white ideologies or angry um, extremist Muslim ideologies puts stuff in their head and then gets them to do the dirty work. This is something that's just, I have to get off the topic, but it's just something that I had to bring home because it's it's a, a illness within our, our, our country, you know, and Donald Trump wants to just make it about mental illness, but what he needs to do is start start attacking these white militia terrorist groups. He needs to start pulling them out and putting them on the FBI most wanted list and taking them down. That's what needs to happen. Okay y'all, so enough of this Florida shooter thing. I don't think I have enough energy. I need to, I'm making the conscious decision, which I, I, I've been trying to implement. You know, it's easy to go down that road knowing the pain of, um, just of all that negativity, I, I've, I'm, I've been training myself to balance myself out, and um, I, that's just what I have to do for self-preservation, you know. Um, you definitely want to stay in the know and stay educated, but you also got to take the time and know when your body and, and, and mind need, is asking for you to take the time off of the BS, and this is me completely signing off of this topic now because it's just too much and it's draining and um, you know all I can do is is talk but it comes to a point where I need to switch my focus and um, on that note I'm just gonna leave it here for a little bit I've been getting a lot of again just a lot of wonderful comments about my song not for nothing and you know I think about it reflecting upon what happened yesterday and you know all those souls lost their lot that lost their lives yesterday their impact on this world you know and in the lives of their loved ones and just the everyday kindness acts that they did their smiles they were all for nothing they were not for nothing you know what I mean they were all not for nothing and um, we got to remind ourselves that and you know every day is so precious and uh, to hold on to those that you love and, and that um, you hold precious to you and never let a day go by without letting them know how much you, they mean to you but also recognize to yourself it's easy to get caught up in the BS without you know I look at my son and I'm talking about all this and I'm talking about how I, I want to try and protect him from all this madness in the world but then that kind of takes away me talking about it so much kind of just takes away from his magic to begin with and I look at him while he's sleeping and he is just the most peaceful soul 
that I could have ever asked to have been brought in my life. And I, trust me, I asked and I begged and then I eventually gave up at one point. And then I met the love of my life who was like, no, you're going to have a child, we're going to have a child together, it's no thing. You know, he held that, held that weight when I, I couldn't even conceive of it anymore. And then the next thing you know, I had a child. So on that note, you know, I'm going to push forward and I encourage you guys to listen to my song. I hear that it's been circulating around, which is amazing. You know, other than uploading the video onto YouTube, my Facebook and my Instagram um, accounts, those are the only, that's the only audience, like my 16,000 viewers on Insta, or followers on Instagram, um, like my 20 followers on YouTube, if that, um, and like my 2,000 friends and followers on Facebook, that's it, and I probably got like 100 uh, or some odd, 200 um, reviews or, or views off of each of those platforms, um, but Anchor, I've had the privilege to have gotten so much positive and interactive um, comments and and, um, and 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 just all the feedback I've gotten has just been blowing me away. So, needless to say, um, I want to be able to get this song out um, to more people. So um, I'm going to post the link to my YouTube. And if you guys feel so inclined to share it um, to anybody who you feel might need um, to hear the song in this time right now, um, or any time, you know, it's, this is just a song that came to me. I really don't claim that it's mine, but it was given to me. And I'm just so glad to be the messenger about this song because um, it really is a, a, a blessing um, to call myself finally um, a singer-songwriter and um, yeah so again praising my progress reshifting my focus and uh, I thank you all for listening and stay positive you know that's what I say we got to do in positive spread you got to get through the darkness to actually see how valid and rel like relative the light is and once you can see what the darkness you went through the lightness just shines and warms you up so much more than it could have before. So stay positive.
can call to say you love me. You can call to say how much you care. Oh yeah. You can call to say you love me, oh yeah, and I need it from the bottom of my heart. I know I've, it's Jared, Slangsmith Radio. I know I've already mentioned and commented about Not For Nothing before. I don't know if I called in, but I just wanted to do that because I hear it like kind of it's kind of spreading around anchor and I hear it on different people's stations. You know, a lot of times when you are listening to anchor, at least when I am, I'm kind of walking out and about. And if, you know, I come to something I've heard before, I was like, yeah, cool. I heard that. But and I kind of swipe to the next segment. But not for nothing stops me in my tracks. Like every time I listen all the way through with such a beautiful piece of art. So I I just wanted to share that with you. It's, it's really special. So thank you for sharing that here. Good afternoon, Positive Spread. This is Psycho Man from Good Vibes. Just wanted to give you a quick shout out and say hello. Hope uh, your Valentine's Day was good as well after listening to your post from yesterday. And uh, just had actually a few questions for you. I heard uh, the great song that you put out uh, the other day and everything. And I was just interested in finding out who some of your musical inspirations are. Sounds like you got a lot of uh, great influences uh, in in the song that I heard. So just very interested as a fellow musician of 20 years, what kind of uh, influences you have vocally, uh, musically, and things like that. Definitely be very interested in hearing about that. So uh, just want to thank you again. Got a great podcast out there, and I look forward to hearing more from you. I hope you have a great day. Take care. Thank you so much, guys, for calling in. Um, in regards to my song, uh, Not For Nothing, it means the world. And honestly, you guys have been great outspoken supporters of the song um when i first put it out i really didn't think anything of it i just put it out there just to do it and i've been getting such awesome feedback and engagement um from the song so again i can't thank you guys enough to answer um mr psycho's question (laughs) i think it's funny i always refer to you as that but that's what's on your profile um about my musical influences i used to always answer that question uh, by telling people you know i grew up in a household with my father listening to zz top credence clearwater um and my mother um listening to old motown aretha franklin um gospel music as well um and my mom actually had her own band while i grew up um for the first few years of my life and my dad was her manager and uh, her band was called uh, Brunetta Hutchinson and the Funky Minds, Brunetta Hutchinson and um, what else was it called? Brunetta Hutchinson and the Funky Minds, Touch, it was called Touch, um, 
but yeah, um, and she, you know, used to play, she even played at San Quentin, uh, one time, um, just really, really cool, I always had those musical influences, my grandmother, um, has a, her own gospel album, um, and so yeah, it's pretty much in my blood, but when I grew up, uh, I really, I mean, I was in an area, and in schools, and my social, little social circles growing up, I was listening to alternative rock, like, um, Sheryl Crow, Smashing Pumpkins, um, No Doubt was really big, and then of course the boy bands, you know, in my teenage years, and then I got into Neo Soul, Angie Stone, um, India Irie, uh, of course Lauren Hill, um, but yeah, now, musically, I'm a, I've, I've gone through stages, and now I like Knocko Bear and the Medicine Tribe, I like Wookie Foot, um, I like more... I guess you would call it hippie music, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I've pretty much been all across the board, and uh, of course I've, I, you know, used to go to church. I sang in the choir for um, a couple of years, and um, so yeah, just heavily influenced in music all around. <laughs> to answer your question. Uh, but I would be interested in hearing uh, what influences you actually heard in my song, Not For Nothing. That really interests me. So if you want to call back, and I'll call into your station to remind you, because I really would like to hear what influences you hear in that song. But thanks again, guys, for the love. It means so much. And I'm going to be looking to get my song out on Spotify and uh, SoundCloud and other different music platforms here pretty soon um, so I can get my song exposed to more um, eager listeners um, and anyways and since you guys are pretty well versed in the music industry any suggestions are definitely um, definitely encouraged <laughs> and will be well received thanks again and stay positive positive spread I love your show I just want to let you know that I was listening into your show and you are a magnificent host. I will be listening to your show more and more often. Blessings to you, darling, and happy Bolivia Black History Month and Valentine's Day. So, yeah, um, I hear a little early Cheryl Crow in there. I could hear a little bit of that, like, like the um, Tuesday Night Music Club era. Um, I hear a little of that in there, and I also hear a little of Alanis in there, um, in terms of just, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just a rough little recording, but just, I can hear that a little bit. Um, but, low key, I've been like, thinking about the song, like thinking about, you know. How would it would like? What would the production sound like? Like what? How how would the song work best? I, you know, <laughs> I've been I've been like figuring out the chords and all of that. So yeah, yeah. Ah, Jared, that's so cool. I love that you hear a little bit of Atlantis Morissette, a little Cheryl Crow. Um, yeah, man, you know, 
I um, I don't know how the production of it will be like the final cut pro, you know. Um, I actually have to get in touch with some producers. If you know any that would that are a good suggestion, please let me know. If you are, from what it sounds like, stop licking me, boy. <laughs> Mommy's got velvet pants on me. He likes the texture. So anyway, stop. Um, I'm going to turn your show off. Okay, bye-bye, Shla. Bye-bye. Oh, my goodness. Silly boys. Um, so, yeah, I don't know how it's actually going to sound. Um, but I definitely want to put up a final cut on SoundCloud. Like, I don't want to have to put that rough, you know, because my, my, my chord changes aren't consistent uh, with the timing and stuff. You know, it's just a rough, you know, it's a rough play. But um, I definitely want to get in touch with some producers. Stop chasing me. <laughs> and, uh, watch out for the doggy. And uh, yeah, I definitely, <laughs> as soon as I can get my son to stop chasing me, um, definitely want to get. That's, I mean, I had made a goal. I wanted to have uh, a five song EP released by the end of this year. And I have probably five songs, not consistently written, but. Um, partially written right now so it can get there I think so but um, yeah uh, I only have one producer right now in mind um, but if you have any other um, suggestions um, please 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 um, pop them on by my station or um, even my podcast uh, or my podcast my blog or anything like that um, I'll put my email in this comment section and uh, you can reach out to me with any type of suggestions that you may have. And uh, yeah, thanks for all the positive love. <laughs>